Welcome to the Sisterhood of Mommy and Perfect. It is good to have you. My name is Rena, and if you've not listened before, this is the podcast where you get your weekly dose of girl chat. Whether I'm interviewing inspirational guests or putting the world to rights with my girls, we always aim to explore different aspects of womanhood and to create a sisterhood where women can come together, share experiences, learn from each other. Um, and I think I've just described the sisterhood on Mommy and Perfect there in a nutshell for you. Today is a very special episode. It's the last episode of the year. It's a Christmas special and I'm joined by my power panel. It's Rummy and Girith. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are we all? Meeting in IRL, real life. We're sitting. We kind of made a little makeshift studio in Romy's kitchen. And it's nice to see your faces in the I flesh. Know. In the flesh. It's good, it's good, it's good. I learned what that means. Oh, <laughs> yeah. didn't, I say, didn't I say that on a message? And, and you, you were like, like what's, what's that? that? <laughs> 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 yeah, I was like, what's that? <laughs> okay, well, we are IRL and it's all good. Romy has fed us. Um, get it, you finished your food now? Cool. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I have. A very you, unique breakfast. No. <laughs> toast toast with black pepper on it <laughs> and butter and butter exactly it's good for you um okay so ladies it's christmas in a few days how are you feeling about that i'm going to ask you first mrs claus on crack why do you say that you you're crazy <laughs> you're okay rummy is mad about christmas you okay listen i still think Every kid should get like one present each. You yourself always tell me the story about how your dad put £20 each under the Christmas tree, which I personally would still be happy with. You are next level. Um, I think I'm trying to make up for our own childhoods. <laughs> yeah, you're right. My mm. dad used to put a £20 note, three £20 notes under the tree, and that was our Christmas. <laughs> and our cousins used to come over and find my mom's laundry basket, find our socks and put Snickers inside them. Aww. Oh my god, that is so cute! I know, I know. So I guess I just try and like make up <laughs> for it. You know? laundry basket, <laughs> stockings. <laughs> no, you know what? Listen, that's what Christmas should be about. That's the actual spirit of Christmas. Let's just find some random socks, put Snickers bars in there. You know, Happy Christmas, yeah, a bit money. Yeah. yeah, but no, I do, I do. I love Christmas. So and I, and the kids love it. So, but I have it is a bit of a rod for your own back because every year you've just got to top it. But I, I think I'm on the come down now. Because you know, um, I'm the come down from the crack. Yeah, exactly. From the Christmas crack. And also they're older. So, you know. The excitement of like, wow, isn't there Exactly, much. exactly. But, you know, I still have um, children that believe and all that kind of stuff. You know, as they should. As, as they should, yeah, should. yeah. As I believe, mate. Should. Yeah, so. oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I'm really looking forward to it. I've got a lot of people coming over for dinner. Mm-hmm. So I'm busy Christmas food planning. Have you got like over 20 people? Yes. That's a lot of cooking. I know. Um, but I've done it many years and I do love it. It's my favourite dinner to cook. And mm. I'm going to say I'm a pro. I was going to say that. <laughs> but you, there's so many like, with the Christmas dinner, right? There's like a million different baking trays. And that oh, it just gets on my nerves. I feel like with Indian food, you just literally throw everything into one patilla, right? Or you have a few <laughs> different dishes, but it's all a one patilla thing. This is like baking trays, boiling this, blah, blah. I know, but I actually do make a lot of it on Christmas Eve. Like I make half of the dishes on Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's good. Like, or half make them and so that you just, they just then need baking. Are you doing like proper English roast? 
Yeah. Okay. Turkey, because we never eat it any other time of mm. the year, and and my kids love turkey. And I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do salmon on croute as well. Mm. I know. That's nice. I know. Okay, and and everyone's gonna go for that. Like no one's gonna be like, oh my god, jol kitehege and stuff. No, no, because they won't find any. No, no. Listen to me, because with my in-laws, they're they they're not even Indian, and even there they, <laughs> they are like, rice. where's the jol? Where's the, oh, is where's the rice? And I, I learned very early on, it's like, there has to be some kind of a rice dish. You know, it, it can't be, you have your roast potatoes, this and that, but there's got to be some kind of a rice dish. And it has to be kind of, there's always rice or some spicy chicken on the go as well. There has to be. <laughs> That's a Nando's order. <laughs> yeah, basically. The equivalent of Nando's on the side of a Christmas dinner. No, look, I make this massive dinner on Christmas Day, but then other days they'll just be normal food. I don't do the whole week of... Christmas, you know, you, Christmas, Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. I don't. I mean, I'll eat Christmas dinner about two, three times, Boxing Day as well. But then that's it. Then it's back to rice, mate. Mm-hmm. Back to good old Joel, yeah. Robbie and Joel. What about you, Gideth? So we haven't done Christmas properly since my Naniji passed away, which was in 2017. Oh. And then like we've had lockdown and all that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's not been like normal. Um, but yeah, otherwise it was, we'd go up, Mostly to Milton Keynes to my mamaji's, hmm. and um, because you know that was the furthest, and nobody goes there unless you have to go there, <laughs> <laughs> which, which sounds awful. But no, it's like you know you have to make an effort. They know what I mean. Um, but it's like you know it's not you don't just don't drop by because you're driving by kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not one of those. So we made the effort to go to Milton Keynes and. You'd have the roast, but you'd have to be. Well, so when my nanny was around and some of the elders, like my elders must be. You know, it's that one of that. Because <laughs> they feel like it's like you haven't eaten properly if you haven't had roti as well. Yeah. Like, oh, this is just for jokes. You know what I mean? Alu hegea, a bit of chicken, this, that. The real food, when's the real food coming out, which is roti. Exactly. So, so there'd be like two sets of dinner. There'll be like the full roast and everything. And then <laughs> they'd be there. Oh my God, I'm killing myself about just making a roast for 20 people. So we'd be like 50, 60 of us. And it'd be like... Oh my if, God. That's like a hall, mate. That's like higher a hall. Yeah, no, that's not. Because my mum's one of nine. Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. That's big. And so then once you add on people, and then my mommy G side of the family sometimes used to be there too, and then my cousin's in-laws might be there sometimes too, and then you start adding it all like up. And yeah, so it used to be like a proper thisy Christmas. Yeah, we'd that's a thisy Christmas. That's get a very up in the Christmas. morning, we'd prepare our bits of the food from here, dump them in the car, drive up there, you'd be there in the morning, everybody else would like come in, there'd be like starters and stuff on the table. And that kind of stuff. But at home, I don't think we don't... Amma's now old enough. So obviously Amma being like nearly 20 years younger than me, 19 years younger than me, he was the kid. And when we were younger, mum and dad didn't really do the Christmas tree or anything like that. It was Christmas sardini hundi kind of thing. Yeah, because I was going to ask you guys about that. Because there is that thing, it's like, you're brown people, like chill the hell out about Christmas right mm. I mean I I will say that I am out of us legit I have some connection with Christianity right so <laughs> I'm claiming Christianity okay <laughs> and I can legit say we do Christmas but however we still do Christmas doesn't matter because like basically most of the family is Hindu and Sikh or whatever and everyone does Christmas but there is that thing of like 
oh, do you do you celebrate Vasaki with such uh, enthusiasm as well? Do you celebrate Diwali yeah. with such enthusiasm and put lights all over your house and stuff? I do. I do Diwali properly. Everyone gets a little thali from me in the neighbourhood. We make burfi at home. Okay, that's that. proper, yeah. So I proper proper do Diwali. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, to, to be honest, do I do it as much? There's just more to do with Christmas, I suppose. I do decorate the house. And we light candles. We go to the Gurdwara. We make lots of nice food. Mm. Um, Christmas so is a national holiday. Nice that's what helps. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, Diwali suit. Actually, he's uh, slacked on that, if you're listening. Uh, this year, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think... Christmas just being a national holiday here in the UK makes it easier for everyone. That's to get it, together. exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's, for, it's not a religious holiday for us. It's a more of a cultural thing, but we just, you know, just get involved. Mm. Enjoy it. It's just, it's really, it's just, it's like any other Indian celebration. Everyone comes around. Um, That's it, isn't it? food. It's an excuse to get together, right? We all have a laugh, yeah. 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 It could be, you could slap any label on it. It's Christmas or Diwali or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Um I mean, I kind of wanted my kids to know, okay, this is about like the birth of Jesus as well, because obviously I'm married to, you know, into a Christian family, right? Mm. So they do believe, even though they're not like the strongest Christians in the world, but the whole thing of like my, my kids have been christened and all this kind of stuff. So, and they went to a Church of England school. So it was that emphasis on like, you know, it's all about Jesus and praise the Lord and everything. Um, so I kind of wanted to, I, I was happy because I'm like, I don't want them to think it's just about presence and just about consumerism because if it if it was their way, it would literally all be about presence, you know. Of course, that's what they generally kids like when they're young. And this is why when Amma was young, I was very much into like, okay, we're getting a Christmas tree. I know how me and my other brother suffered. Like we'd go to school and we have nothing to say about the Christmas holidays <laughs> when we were younger because oh, no, nobody did brown children. Nobody um. did anything, you know. <laughs> occasionally, somebody would drop by and, and wrap a box of chocolates, and you'd be like. Thank you. Hey, I had <laughs> Snickers in my socks. I was all right. <laughs> Snickers in her socks and twenty pound note. We'd get winning, excited. mate. I call winning. that winning. Yeah, but we'd get excited going out. So we used to have an annual thing where we'd get in. My my dad used to have a have an estate. My uncle used to have an estate car, and driving laws weren't what they are now. So we would all um, the Christmas <laughs> ritual. Kylie and me, and my Lie cousins down. in the back in the boot. <laughs> My mum yeah, and my Taiji, my aunt in the in the middle, my dad and my uncle in the front, and then we'd go and watch see the Christmas lights in London. That's quite nice. Then yeah. go out and walk and see all the displays, and then we'd come back and have you know like hot chocolate <laughs> and stuff and things. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, and then we'd come back and have dal. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, but <laughs> that was before. No. <laughs> that was our walk. I think, I think we we had older cousins, <clears throat> and they obviously they kind of pulled their own parents out of not, not because they didn't want to do anything or they were against it. They just, just didn't, didn't know, know how. what to do. Just yeah. what to do. Mm. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was our older cousins actually that got that got involved and they started having dinner and we'd all have, and we'd all eat together. And then it would be our turn. And then that's where, so I've been cooking dinner for years. Yeah, yeah. same. That's yeah. how we got involved. And it's always about the food and then the tree came in and then all the rest of it came in. But, but again, that's all they still do. They do a tree put lights on at the front of the house and um, make dinner. You know what? I, I've been also cooking Christmas dinner for like the beginning of time since yeah. I could cook. Basically. You have been cooking dinner yeah. since the beginning, beginning, beginning of time. time. <laughs> yes, exactly. And but I think because my my mom's family, they basically um, like a lot of them weren't born here, but they were brought up here and they've got a gazillion mm. Christian cousins as in, you know, like um, 
Indian Christians, mm-hmm. and they are some of, uh, let me tell you, like some of the most strongest Christians ever, like proper, like Yasul Masiki Jair kind of Christians, and always like, oh, come over for a prayer meeting and all this. So they grew up in that environment. So they did Christmas. They did Christmas because they'd been involved in it mm-hmm. from like way back. So then obviously then, you know, my dad's from India and he's a Hindu and whatever. So he was like, what? But then obviously just getting involved, my dad, any excuse to crack out like wine and whiskey basically, right? <laughs> so um, so he obviously <laughs> then got involved and then it was just, just fun, isn't it? But then I have to say, Santa didn't come to our house. Uh, Santa only started coming to our house at the point where we remembered Santa not coming to our house. He suddenly started coming to our house. Well, Santa didn't come this year, and then what? No, no. Like, well, from when we were little, we never yeah. had a, a thing about yeah, Santa. No. And then oh, other people okay. did, and we were like, oh, what's that about? And then suddenly oh. he started coming to our house, and oh. we were like, all oh, right, yeah. So then you started now leaving you out cannot. cookies and... No, no, as in, you know... Santa properly. Santa sing. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to protect any children who are listening... From shattering... No, I'm saying, he came. Something. Yeah, something, yeah. Something came and um, left us random presents. And then, but it was it was at the point where we had remembered uh, not having Santa. So we were like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to know. <laughs> yes, what, what's all this about? But I feel like, you know, maybe our parents thought that we were missing out or something. Um, but it was just a bit too late. And even, and I'm still not like, oh yeah, Santa, this, that. Because... You know, kids say things like, do you know what? I know that you can't afford this, mommy and daddy, but Santa can. So can you just get me like a Nintendo Switch and stuff? And I'm like, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, that's what they say, isn't it? Isn't it? That's what they say. I don't think I ever, I think I didn't get Amma into Santa. Neha, Neha writes the prices next to her list. <laughs> <laughs> That is really good. She actually drew me a spider diagram, and then she's but then and then it's points to what she wants, and then it's got the price next to it. So nine ninety nine. That's all right, isn't it, mummy? Nine ninety nine or nine. So she's researched this. Well, because I give her the Smiths catalog, (laughs) and so she's in a spider diagram with. Oh my god! This kid's going to be a CEO, mate. Then a special section is this is the Santa section, and this is the most expensive toy. Um, yeah, this is this is the worst well organized yeah, child I've ever heard of. I know Mahi will just like well, Santa will know what I want because he's magic. He'll just know, and we're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but Santa needs to. But know. just in case, just tell someone. You know <laughs> what I mean? Just, just write like, it down somewhere. Yeah, just write it down just in case. I don't think Emma ever believed. To be honest, he's he was such a logical kid. Yeah, that when I'm trying to make him watch Paranormal Activity. Um, <laughs> As you do with, with logical you children. As you're you really logical and you're No, he's a little bit older then, but he was in his teens. But then like he's such a rational kid that it has to make sense to him. And if he can't make sense of it, he doesn't like it. Yeah. So mm. if Well you just say if you don't believe you don't get. But he knew I would get him anyway, because I wouldn't want him to be left out. Yeah. But you know, it was that kind of thing. Yeah. So he's kind of in the middle. You give presents at Christmas, but I don't think he believed in Santa. Mm. I mean, he laughs at me now, and I'm like, I believe in the magic. He's like, yeah, whatever. It is nice, and I feel a bit like, okay, you know, so we're not Christian, really. I wouldn't call myself Christian, basically. Mm. Um, you know, and um, we're in this country, and and you're right, it's, it's, a, it's a national holiday. You get these days, and, and then um, everybody's off. Most people are off at the same time, so it's a nice excuse to get together, and you get kind of carried away in the festivity of it all, and it is nice. However, I have to say that one of the best Christmases in my mind was um, in 2017 when um, 
I went to Orissa, India with my whole family, as in like the kids and uh, the hubby and my mum and dad and sisters and brother-in-law. Oh, and it, Yeah, we went Because you were at the same time, we were yeah. going to meet up, weren't we, in I that know. mall and then some, something happened and we didn't. But that was such a good Christmas because, and it was so weird because we went from London, everything like christmas up to the max, right? Christmas trees everywhere, lights, this, that, everyone in the frenzy of what we're going to buy for Christmas, oh my God, and whatever. So we went from that arrived in Delhi you would never know it was going to be Christmas like total like so non-Christmassy and then they had (laughs) the most Christmassy they got in Delhi was like nearer the time they had like these little market stores a Christmas market set up which basically sold the same thing like bangles and suits but it was just (laughs) okay Christmas market yeah and um did you fly into Indra Gandhi airport yeah they had de- did they have decorations? Yeah. Oh, they had decorations More there, than didn't Heathrow, they? hello. They had, yeah, they had decorations there, but everywhere else, like, it wasn't. And even, I think my mum had a little Christmas tree in the yeah. house. Um, and then we went to Arissa, which is, like, the eastern coast of India, and, like, you know, beaches and everything. And we were in the hotel at Christmas. So Christmas Eve at, like, 9 p.m., they decorate the hotel <laughs> with, like, the funniest decorations ever, right? So... I'm, I'm serious, Christmas Eve, they decorate the hotel. It's like, oh, it's Christmas. And then they were like, oh, we're having a Christmas dinner in the hotel on on a Christmas day, you know. And we were like, oh, really? And the Christmas dinner, you know. We're like, we're in a hotel, Christmas in a hotel. Yeah, yeah they're wow. like, oh, Christmas dinner. And, and, and it was candlelight dinner. And bear in mind, the kids were younger then. And they were like, oh, my God, a candlelight dinner, because it was the first time they'd had a candlelight dinner. It didn't feel like Christmas, but they'd put, like, these Christmas decorations out. And the Christmas decorations were like these really scary plastic Santa masks that look like they're from a 1970s horror film <laughs> and like other like really weird, weird decorations that look like they're from the 70s and 80s. And um, the Christmas dinner was just Indian food, but different Indian food, basically. Not like a turkey curry or anything. <laughs> was there rice? Was there jal though? There was jal, there was and stuff. It was things like, oh, you know, we're having sweet chili chicken instead of just like normal chicken, chicken and stuff. So obviously it was... Yeah, and, and this is a Christmas pudding. The Christmas pudding was this kind of strawberry mousse, but it was like Christmas pudding. So do you get what I mean? But if you would give if you gave them a turkey and all that, they'd be like, what the hell is this? Nobody would like it. Yeah, I'm telling you now. Plain. Nobody would like it. My family over there, over there would be like, give me some ajar to put on this to make it taste <laughs> of something. What the hell? They wouldn't like it. So it was really nice food. And I was like, oh my God, this is so good. There's no washing up. There's no buying everybody presents because nobody cares. I think we took like random little things from Santa so they could open like books and stuff, whatever was light mm. uh, in a suitcase. Um, but no presents, no washing up for me, no cooking 50 million things. And that is what I always do. And I was like, oh my God, this is brilliant. But then I think for the kids, even though they liked it, they like it better here mm. because it is more Christmassy. Festive. It's festive, festive yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I can see why people go away at Christmas. So oh, get away from the... But it's oh, just like, do. that's what I'm saying. It, uh, you know, what do we get for this person? What do we get? Because if you get caught up in it, that's what it turns into, which is what I don't yeah, like. we only do kids. We only yeah, do kids. yeah, yeah, yeah. We only do kids yeah. as well. Although when I say kids, I do get my little sister something. And my little sister bearing in mind is 29. But to me, she's like <laughs> a kid, a baby. Yeah. yeah. I don't get him or anything because he like his birthday is quite soon, like near Christmas. It's hard enough getting him something for that now. And I think he's done that whole, I've done got everything that I need I, mm. I can get yeah, it myself so now hard. I'm working yeah, now yeah. I can do all of that you know it's like okay all right then are you sure you don't want anything no it's, it's that kind of thing and just yeah um you know some people have like weird Christmas traditions that only their family does and they think it's normal no okay maybe 
Well, like um, one girl I used to work with, instead of stockings, they had a carrier bag at the end of each family member's bed. <laughs> they had a custom? carrier bag at the end of each family couldn't member's... Couldn't even find a sock in the basket. No, because they, no, no, because it was a carrier bag. It's like a Tesco's carrier bag or something because um, they then put loads of stuff in it, like sweets. Like, so but, but, but all No, but she wasn't... She, this is like a white English person. Oh. But what they did was... So this was their weird tradition, a carrier bag. And they used to put loads of things in there, like socks and even things like toothpaste and like actual like practical things, but like supplies, basically you life supplies. Yeah, so it was year. basically like a, a bag of Tesco's shopping <laughs> at the end of your bed. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I know. And I was like, uh-huh. That's mm. just a variation of a stocking. It's That's bigger. a variation of a stocking with like random household goods in it. That's like groceries. It's not like your lipstick for the year or a cream that you might spend something you know it might be an expensive cream or something like that that's just groceries it's just <laughs> yes. weird that's what i'm saying i feel like i don't i don't know maybe there we have weird things but i don't really think so i don't know i don't know i don't have weird things no. i mean we're obviously brown so we do things in our own little yeah lissified way and don't get too it's probably weird to everybody yeah else, that's what i'm saying yeah. yeah we don't know it's weird it's not weird to us no it? exactly it's not weird to us um i'm also so over it by boxing day that's it. I just want the tree down. I'm done. Oh my god! Are you done, done, done. after oh. all of that? You want the tree down and boxing? No, day? I don't. I do wait, but I'm kind of just over it. Like I'm just done. Oh, I always but think everything looks bare on Boxing Day because there's no presents yeah. under the tree anymore. <laughs> the best That's day. Weird. It's just me under the tree. Yeah, Robbie's yeah. lying there, curled up in a ball. Um, the best day is Christmas Eve because it's like you know that anticipation and it's just exciting and it's just no, it's just I just love it. I don't know. I'll be cooking probably. So tradition for me was always with my friends. I would do Christmas Eve, like go out somewhere. Yeah. So whether it usually my school <coughs> friends, so like secondary school friends and we'd all go out so yeah that was a standard whether we went to the pub whether whether we went mm. to a party or whether we did something together but now everybody's got married and everything yeah we just don't do that anymore but that used to be the standard but then we'd come home three o'clock four o'clock in the morning how we were and I'd still prep Christmas oh God. that used to be my like ritual Okay, and then get up in the morning and then do. I mean, there's pictures of me on Christmas Day, we're like, we're at families and I've done all the prep and we're all like, all my cousins were all like lying on each other in the afternoon. <laughs> I've we're done all that just, just falling asleep on the sofa at about seven o'clock, and then I wake up and then everyone's gone. It's a good <laughs> trick. It's a really good trick. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have said to me they they just go, oh, I'm not feeling well. Can I just go for a lie down? And that's literally what they do on Christmas even if they're in someone's house they're like is anyone can lie down because I'm not feeling very well bye and then um I think I've only used that once (laughs) I've used that once to get away but that wasn't Christmas that was another day when I'm like yeah it's that time of the month it's really bad it's it's a good one yeah can I have a little lie down somewhere you know I might do that my dad does that if my dad has to drive to us he comes has tea something to eat then he's like you know what I've been driving so I'm gonna have a lie down he's literally asleep for like two hours then he's like Time to go. <laughs> <laughs> he does that. And then it's like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> nice to see you, then. Nice to see you yeah. sleeping. Um, you know what? Um, I just want to bring this up, right? Stockings, okay? Christmas stockings is one of those things that, as Desi people, we didn't have a whole Christmas stocking thing, right? Even when we started, my parents started doing Santa, we had a random pillowcase at the end of the bed, right? These whole stockings that are cute, hanging up and get filled with random things. We never had this. I, like an idiot, one year 
thought, oh my God, how cute would it be if we all had personalized stockings? Ordered them from eBay, right? The most dumbest thing I've done because then you've got to fill those stockings with things. And then it's like, the kids think you have to other have other presents. I'm like, what is this? Like, what have I, why did I do this? I you take you just go to Poundland, love. Stock up. Well, no, no, no. I'm going to, now I'm trying to put like really big things in there. Like a bulky things. A book. I always, put, I always book. still put like clementines. <laughs> yeah, a water bottle. Oranges. And in. chocolate. And yeah. then the kids like just open it up they always know it's going to be there's going to be because that's the traditional thing right it used to be like yeah. oranges and fruit yeah. and all that kind of stuff Lovely. do you put oranges Cole. in do you put oranges yeah. in yeah and they chuck it to one side and I'm like no Obviously. no no that's one of your presents <laughs> eat it it's eat breakfast. that or you're not allowed to eat anything else yeah <laughs> it's also breakfast yeah I, I I said to my kids I was like do you know what I'm going to put in because it's just too much I was like you see that packing material that they have um, for like <laughs> pack it out <laughs> put one thing in there packing bubble material. wrap yeah bubble wrap <laughs> Yeah, just wrap wrap it. You bubble know, wrap, everything make bubble it, wrap. Make start it really big. Yeah. Your Amazon packaging. Yeah, exactly. And fill it with that, and then put like some little sweets on the top or something. But yeah, I just, I'm just fill mine with pants and socks for the year. Oh yeah, this is the thing. Oh, it's a very socks. mum thing. It's like you need these things. You're gonna get them. Yeah, you're gonna get them. They always Christmas. get pajamas. I always wrap them. I always just wrap it up. Like, what? Get at the face is like what? Pajamas and socks. Just yes. like Christmas pajamas and socks, just don't do it. <laughs> Not Christmas pajamas, just pajamas. <laughs> Listen, I'm doing a mixture of these are things you need, and I was going to get you them anyway, but someone I'll gave just wrap me them up. Christmas socks, a set of Christmas socks, like oh yeah, that's the point of those. When six or seven years ago, and I only wear them at Christmas. I'm wear, trying to wear them out. I've got them on now under my boots. <laughs> it's like, what the hell do you do with them? I know. <laughs> All you- they just take space in your drawer, in your yeah. sock drawer. But, um, I bought some for Mahi, or she had some last year or two years ago, and she still wears them. She wears them all, all year round. She doesn't go. <laughs> I tried to wear one. Yeah, one, my kids did. One pair I think I can wear all year round, just about. Unless somebody looks at them closely and goes, uh, Yeah, they're Christmas. Oh, aren't they Christmas socks? <laughs> <laughs> no, basically, what we're trying to say is we just buy the whatever the kids need. Yeah, just buy yes, and that, that goes that's in what there. I'm trying to do. I'm, right. I'm doing a mixture of things that you like. Um, things that you need for and survival. Then, yeah, things that you need for survival, which I was going to get you anyway. Um, I need to buy you. Uh, so I'll just wrap that up. And this is a sad thing. This is a sad thing, yeah. Wrap everything you buy and put it in his stocking, right? He'll wrap everything he buys in December, even though he's seen it, he bought it himself, got the receipt, and then he'll just give it to me and say, can you wrap this for me? I'm like, but you've seen it. But that's your work done for you, kind of. It's your work done for you, and it's also... I like it and I, I'm doing that for myself as I said before I'm doing it for myself because this whole thing about everyone gets a personalized stocking being the mum of this household no one gets a shit about my stocking obviously so Aww. I have to put things in it myself no I love it I don't care and I'm like sat in that sense I'm like what can I put in oh you know Mac you can got this new lipstick out so I'm gonna put that in it can you send me um, the links I've got a diary <laughs> I've got a diary <laughs> I'm going to put that in it. What chocolates do I like? I'll put that in it. I even bought something, uh, some nail polish the other day, some really nice nail polish. And um, I've actually said to my kids, I'm like, um, so I need things for my stockings. I'm going to get this for myself. And then one of them was like, oh, tell me, I'll put it in for you. And I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. Yeah, that is cute. I was going to say, you must have the best stocking though. Of course. You're the one that's happiest <laughs> when you open the stocking. You're like, my oh stocking's my like God, 50 quid. Wow, things, mate. They've I, got I, bubble wrap and a chocolate. I also don't want to know what's... I wanted to be surprised. So Sat was earlier in here going, oh, you've got to let me know what you want for Christmas. No. Yeah. Then buy me something. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he, bought yeah, his, like he bought his own present and then he's given it to me and told me to wrap it. I'm like... But you know I do things like that. I do things like that all the time. Oh, and yeah, everybody, in the house, everybody in the house hates it. Everybody in the I house hates it. I don't do presents anymore. I do like... Like foodie stuff for people. 
um, like yeah, I make yeah, little yeah. hampers and things, and I'll do that. And, Thanks and for my hamper, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god, you rocked up with so many nice things in that. Oh, it's so nice. And it's like, but that's the festive spirit, right? That's what it is about. It's not really about the presents and like, like me, Harvey. We don't do like. No, we don't. No, do we don't. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. And so I treat myself. Yeah. yeah, I might like you know I might treat myself to something and thought think you know it's not I don't really do Christmas but I'll treat myself to, to something nice or I'll save do you know the sales afterwards mm. I'm not a shopper and that's the worst thing I don't like shopping I don't like I like to go and shop see something I like you buy it that's it mm. I'm not somebody who is shopping like, no but I don't want, it's only because I need to and if I want to go shopping and browse just for like a leisurely let off steam, day out. I don't want to be jostled. I don't want to be standing in queues. I don't want to be looking through the looking racks. So you're racks. not going to go to the sales, basically? I kind of, so So we used to have another ritual. So Harvey and I, between Christmas and New Year's, the two of us would go to Covent Garden mm. and we'd spend all morning in Covent Garden. Then we'd mm. have lunch somewhere and then we'd oh do Oh my the God, do you guys remember the next sales? Yeah. The next sales were uh, legendary. Top shop. I used to work in the next sales, mate. Oh, yeah. I was that person <laughs> getting <laughs> clothes off of the floor on my hands and knees. I'm sure. I you have were, a few friends. When you said Covent Garden, I'm sure I went to the next Covent Garden. It's probably not even there anymore. Um, yeah. At five, half five in the morning. See, but I used to say, <laughs> when I used to work at the bank and it used to be in a shopping centre, I used to work those three days between Christmas and New Year's. I used to choose to work because they were the quietest days of the year. Got the most no work done. going into the bank. And running away from the bank. My office was in the shopping centre. Yeah. So I used to get in early, get to the next sale, do what I want when people weren't around, then go and work. Except there was. There was always, always, all the sort of... No, we had a queue system, traditional a really Indian nice queue system. It would be manic. We had a really nice queue system because they used to know us because we used to pop in at lunchtime and the people at the shops mm. know you. You go Wait, in. I had, I had, and they had know. my elbows out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. So that used, to, that used to be good. But the Covent Garden ritual, then we'd have a massive lunch and then we'd do Topshop, which isn't there anymore. Oh, that's sad. I know. It's really know. sad to walk Oxford past Oxford Street now, like I've, I've been going recently, as you know, I've been doing that whole tortoise stuff and their, op- their office is just off Oxford Street. It's sad. Yeah, I know. It's I really horrible. What they're do it's with so it. iconic. It's so Ikea. iconic. And it's we've, Ikea. It's an Ikea. It's going to be an Ikea. What? No. Did you not know this? This is obvious. No, I'm Why sorry. Why would they put an Ikea on Oxford Street? Yeah, I think that's weird. Total topic I, change. I, oh my god! Yeah, did you know guys online know this? I didn't no. know it was going to be an IKEA. No. That's what it's going to be. That's insane. That's random. I don't know. But also, also planning a trip. <laughs> 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 no, but it, but also it's like, how are you going to get all this stuff home? Oxford oh. Street Station, of course. <laughs> oh, in IKEA, you're not going to take a cupboard home, are you? You may see people thing. on the tubes now <laughs> taking up five <laughs> seats with a wardrobe, right? <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's just sound. I'm surprised. It sounds bizarre. I did not know that. But then, who else? Like all department stores are suffering, right? Who else is going to fill that space, right? Your House of Frasers, your John Lewis's—they're all struggling. So break it up. It was a Mm. massive. Yeah, you could break it up. It was a massive space, wasn't it? But you know, remember all through uni, we used to spend. Like, yeah. we used to go there and, yeah, yeah. lots of memories. Shopping and jewellery and yeah. clothes. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Meet outside Topshop. Yeah. That was yeah. the thing. Meet outside Topshop. Meet outside Topshop. That was the, the thing. Because <laughs> remember, mobile phones when we were at uni weren't that great. Yeah. No. So, meet outside Topshop. Yeah. 
Yeah, do you remember when we used to do the three-second calls? I tried I was to, about to that. say that. Yeah, I tried to explain that to my kids the other day. They were like, "Come back, come back." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, bit, so, so the thing was like they started charging. The mobile company started charging after three seconds, right? So somebody worked this out because we were so cheap and um, <laughs> we didn't want to. Most of it's library, library. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was always like repeating things twice. It's like why are we why are we wasting the three seconds repeating the same thing? So it was be like, "Where Just are you? Where are you?" <laughs> <laughs> library, library. <laughs> People had whole conversations with each other yeah. on three second calls. Remember three seconds, put the phone Bally, down, phone back. Remember our friend Bali? He was the one that had minutes. Oh. So we'd all three second call him and then he'd actually call us back. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> no one else had the minutes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Three second calls. And now it's, oh, wow. Yeah. Different yeah. times, ma'am. Different, <laughs> different times. Time. Right, so we're going into 2022, which is kind of crazy because most of us are still processing the shit show that was 2020. Okay. Yeah. We're still forgetting, forgetting 2021. Exactly. Like what happened. Um, so anyway, doesn't matter. We move, right? <laughs> I think <laughs> we'll come back to Christmas at the end, maybe. <laughs> yes. Depending yeah. on how we feel. Depending on how we feel. So right. So thinking about the new year and just reflecting on that and everything, reflecting on this year that we've had, I think that if we think about it, all of us have changed in some way over the past year, right? In, in many ways, you know, big ways, small ways. And if everybody sits down and thinks about it, I think that we would kind of stop processing that and, and see the life lessons that we've learned, ways that we've changed. And some people are really good at keeping track of this. They keep journals and everything, you know. Um, they've got particular goals and they're ticking them off and all that. But then everybody else doesn't really. So I just wanted us three to have a little think about, you know, how have we changed things that we have started doing differently this year um however big or small life lessons that we have ended up learning this year do you want me to go first yeah okay this is a little one right um i have stopped having my phone in the bedroom Mm. um and i just wanted to kind of use my phone less in general this year and I always used to have my phone by my bed and I was like no you know it's an alarm blah 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 uh end up looking at it or whatever and um then Tony was like no devices shouldn't be in the bedroom he's quite like strict about that with himself and he was like oh I just keep telling you don't use it as an alarm get an alarm clock so I bought after like a gazillion years an actual proper alarm clock you can't even get the radio on it's just literally an alarm clock right oh my God, I love it now. And first I was like, oh my God, but an emergency, what, somebody has to call me. No, I'm going to leave my phone right outside the door in case of emergencies, in, in case of a fire. Now I'm actually okay to have it on charge downstairs even. Yeah, so that does that. So, and I and I really like it. I like it. The only device that I have in the in the bedroom is a Kindle. Oh, that's so... Just <laughs> <laughs> when you say device. Oh, yes. Uh, no, that might be you. Tony said no devices in the bedroom. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, my fun's over now. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, a Kindle. A Kindle. A okay? Kindle. I don't know where okay. your mind was going. But um, so I've started just reading, like, this is a ritual, like, read a little bit before going to sleep. And, um, and I love it. I love it. And now I'm like, why would I have a phone next to my head all night? Why would yeah, I do that's that? That's true. That's true. No, I've just I thought think. of a Christmas present that I want. I want that Samsung light alarm that it gets it gets, oh, yeah, lighter, it gets lighter and it sort of mimics daylight and it wakes you up naturally. Do you want us to tell us that? As hints. Yeah. Yeah. So you can be surprised as you just yeah, you you want to be surprised. surprised. Exactly. exactly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Might be one of those things I buy by myself. Buy for myself. Do it. 
your own stocking. No, but then you're gonna, you might get it twice. He's never going to think about love, ever. You're going to tell him, no? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, this was a re- bit of a hard one for me because um, I don't know if I have anything. I just feel like we're still in limbo. I'm, I'm in limbo from like 2019. Um, 2020's been a bit crazy. But then does the, I don't know. Have I grown as a person? I don't know. I I think I've started working in the last sort of couple of years after having a long break with the kids. So I I think... That's taken a, a long time to get used to, actually. It's not taken... And I think if I've sat down and thought about it, it's taken me a long time to get used to just organising myself and um, making the time for a full-time job and my family. Um, I found that quite difficult, actually, to be honest. And... Um, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a, it's lot. a lot. It's a lot. You've so, got three kids, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you've so got... I've, yeah, I've kind of gone up and down with, with just managing... That and I still am actually, and I think um, I don't know. Just being a bit more aware of my own wh- what I want to do and my own feelings and what you know, just being a bit more aware of how I feel about things. So much so that I always I I do sometimes write things down. Like if I'm quite sure about something or if I realise something about myself. I know that I'll forget about it in the next week because there's so much other stuff going on. I do sometimes write it down and then I look back on it. That's quite good. So you're basically so journal. Quite, you're I journal. don't journal. No, no but I'll write one liners. Yeah, but that is. You don't have to write. Dear diary, yeah. today I felt very sad. You know, it's not. It doesn't have to be that. You know, yeah. it can just be little things. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, and also just you know, it's just. Um, you know, I was 27 when I had my first child and I'm now 42. So I just feel like all those years, even though you've been, you know, you've been doing stuff, I just feel like it ha- it's your own life and your own head is just being in the background, I suppose. And now it's like with working, it's and using my brain and and all that kind of stuff in a, in a sort of career way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you just get to, you, you kind of forget who you are a little bit, I think. You find it, you just get a bit lost living for everyone else yeah and because you're not that 27 year old anymore you're you're you know 10 and a bit years on Mm. (laughs) (laughs) you know and just what you want to do and 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 also who that person was you know so I I'm having all of these feelings at the moment with like you know having my own uh, uh career again and um just discovering who I am a little bit I think I felt a bit lost so what you like doing, how yeah. you want to spend your time, yeah, yeah. things how, that are important to you. You know, how um, I was saying to you earlier that, you know, I'm, uh, you know, don't, let's not talk about resolutions because I never stick to anything. <laughs> or like, or, you know, I know what, the, I know I need to stretch my hamstrings every day, but I'll yeah. never do it. Or I'm just, and, and just, you know, coming to peace with those sorts of things about yourself. Being real with yourself. Yeah. Being real with yourself. I think, you know, I know all the stuff I need to do. Mm. I just don't do it. I think we've got too many people telling us what we should be doing out there. And, yeah, true. And, you know, it's like, you should do this and you should do that and you should do this. I think there is a kind of a whole thing about that where do you know something be quiet yeah <laughs> you don't live my life let yeah. me live mm-hmm. my life mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah you know it, there's a, there is a bit of that I think this at the moment with the internet everyone's got a page and motivational this and yeah. motivational that and you need to feel your sadness you need to feel your mm. grumpiness your laziness sometimes you need to just be yeah that's I think that's yeah I'm just discovering things about mm. yourself, you know. Just I'm I'm quite enjoying that. It's like some, some sometimes it's like, mm. you know, you've always known it, but to actually then 
realize it that oh yeah, yeah. I, this is the type of person I am I like this yeah. and I don't like this like I realize I'm very I'm very um like I can't visualize things like sometimes we'll like you know you were talking about my house that looks like a hotel hotel lobby, lobby beautiful. and mm-hmm. you know I um but but you know that sat doing all of that that kind of stuff because I he'll ask me about things and I'm like no I, I need to and it needs to be done then I'll decide whether I like it or not because <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine picture things or whatever I'm very yeah I'm just at the time I'm like yeah I don't like it or I don't like or I do like it so yeah things have to be sort of planned out and mm-hmm. mapped out and yeah mm. that's a recent thing I've discovered about myself okay good growth growth is it yes it is growth yeah. and 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 like you said like now that your kids are getting a bit older that just rediscovering who the hell am I what yes, do I want to do I right? know so yeah, that's fine it's exactly. good I mean I'm the same to some extent a little bit as well um it, because it is like that whole break from work you know even if we're doing other things and trying to achieve our goals in other ways that whole break from the professional world yeah it's a big deal it's yeah. a big deal yeah and I think I think you know just because you're doing a job it doesn't mean that you know it it's just taken me a long time I think just to get it, back into it jump back into it fully like you think you're, you're fine you're I'm working now I've got a job and it's like a switch but actually really it's not it's a really slow transition and even five years out of the game is a long time and, and it does and a lot not, to your it, confidence yes I was going to say that it knocks, knocks your, confidence, your confidence it knocks your confidence totally. and you yeah. kind of think everybody else knows what they're doing and I don't know and I what don't I'm know. doing yeah imposter yeah. syndrome yeah yeah, it, yeah totally it is like that syndrome, and, it, yeah. and it is um it's definitely I felt it like after having kids going back and I was in a good place career-wise like when I had uh, my last child and then um I did lose confidence and it only and somebody you know um gave me a job <laughs> when she was like I don't know like two or something and after that I, I realized I didn't even realize how much confidence I'd lost but it meant going back into work going into a production environment and if it wasn't for that opportunity I probably wouldn't have even have started a podcast for example yeah mm. you know so these things these little things you can do to kind of get back in there and gain confidence so important yeah Gideth what about you so <laughs> What a year it's been. What a year. <laughs> so a year. so people that are listening, the last two episodes of this podcast, you will have um, heard what Gidat's been going through. Well, before this year, right? But it's just this year you've kind of come out. This year a lot's about, happened um, this year. This year was sort of the end of the civil, well, working on the civil case, the end of the civil case, the last stages of that and that, that kind of chewing and throwing. Um, it's been the resolution of that. Then there's been this podcast, so the story was leaked. And then I had to decide what to do. Do I let the world know do what they want to do? But then they were going to sensationalise it and turn it into something that it wasn't because people love to do that. Um, So I took control of the narrative and worked with a media company to produce the podcast that they have. Sweet Bobby. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's been crazy because it's obviously got to people it's it's touched a raw nerve with a lot of people because mm. it's had over a million downloads and it's now like number one in australia as well and number seven in canada and it's hit the top 20 obviously in america but it's now charted in india um so it, it's a bit crazy and i think it, it it kind of touches on sort of the issues of the online stuff but dealing with the responses has been difficult because I've always been fairly quiet on social media. So if people 
who might say, you know, you should be more careful. I was always careful. It was the people who were being impersonated that probably weren't. Um, I, yeah, so me, I still love not having my, because I used to never have my phone around with me in person. I used to leave it in my bag, do stuff, you know, and I'm back to doing that. So I've always been that person that's happy away from my phone. I don't like people, like, needing to know exactly what I'm doing and being mm-hmm. on call to the whole world. They don't, if I don't want to be, I'm not. Mm. Simple as that. I'll just call back and say, sorry, I was busy. What are you going to say? <laughs> you know, yeah. But that's actually a healthy attitude yeah. to, to technology and phones. That's a really healthy attitude. So I've always had that attitude and I'm back to, I've, you know, I've been back to that in the last couple of years and, I, and I've always enjoyed that. I don't feel guilty about it at all. Um, but now coming out of this and, you know, I'm still like, like yourselves, both of you being away from a professional career because I was forced away from a professional career mm. um, and I'd just got back into a professional career and I was really happy with where I was having spent most of my 20s raising my little brother mm-hmm. that was my responsibility pretty <clears> much um so my focus so while everybody else and my, like you guys as friends was out having a good time I spent a lot of my 20s raising my younger brother mm-hmm. so I was a like a mom before like everybody else was in that way um, you know, I used to do all the, on the school board, do all of that. And so I got to that place and then I had it stolen away from me. Coming back after that into this world, working world, has been difficult because I've been working for myself. So I freelance. But at the beginning of this year, so speaking about 2021 in itself, at the beginning of this year, I started off this year dating somebody, um, helping somebody run their company um but then that backfired quite quickly but I think because of everything else that I've learned I got away from that quite quickly you learn that people are still that cruel out there people who you might have known for many years um people will take advantage if they think you're vulnerable mm, yeah and that's been a hard lesson <laughs> to learn because you think you know really after everything you know why would you do that you think I'm vulnerable you think I'm not going to stand up for myself understand I stood up for myself throughout all of that abuse otherwise I wouldn't be here today mm. it was that tough so I learned that about me but I also learned that I am that imposter syndrome that I had I learned that um my skills are, my skill set's still there and it's probably better than it was before um and people do need it and people do want it um because I was suffering from imposter syndrome, thinking, you know, I'm out of it. I've been out of this for the last three or four or five years. And nobody believes me about what happened to my store. You know, all of that kind of stuff. I had, you know, nobody believes me. My confidence was at a low. Even though I believed in myself, people didn't believe me. Mm. That's what affected my confidence. Yeah. So <coughs> and I can see how with the podcast. Because it's, it, you know, it, it laid it all out. So, you know easily for people to understand exactly you know what you went through yeah so the podcast gave me a voice so you know thank you to Alexi and Tortoise team you know they gave they did me, a great job yeah. yeah they've been brilliant and they've given me a voice but what people don't realize that 10 years in three hours isn't yeah really yeah. um it's not even three hours because the first three episodes tell the story up to mm-hmm. that point there's lots that's not in there. There's lots. And, and and the brand community for me has been the most difficult and I anticipated that. And last night on recommendation, somebody posted a Daily Mail article about me. And, you know, and, and last week there was a whole UB1, UB2 situation. 
Um, and, you know, dealing with a brand community has actually been the hardest. Um, but I'm, st- you know, I do what I need to do and say what I need to say. And it's about handling that and managing that. I'm quite proud of it. And I really don't care about people who won't take the time to listen to the podcast and comment. Mm. Um, yeah. Because if you're not going to listen, you don't really have a right to comment and it makes your judgment invalid, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, yeah. it's ignorance, isn't it, really? Yeah. Is that, yeah, and so, you know, that kind of... So I've, I've learned how strong... <coughs> excuse me. I've learned how strong I am in that sense. Um, and I've had support globally. So it's been pretty amazing. But I think I've learned how grounded I am. yeah. I really learned how grounded I am in the sense of taking control of situations. And I have always kind of been a bit of a leader, but I've always tried to stay in the background. And now it's like everyone has been saying to me in the the last couple of years, like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Why aren't you more this? Why aren't you more forward about what you do? And I've always been really humble, like, it's okay. You take the credit. It's okay. And this has been a year where I want to take ownership of what I'm doing. Yeah. there was that hesitancy before where I thought I was still being stalked or people watching me and my work's going to be sabotaged. But now it's out there. Hopefully my work won't be sabotaged and people are watching my back yeah. as well as their backs. And I'm watching my back too. Um, I think everyone's watching their back after <laughs> that story. <coughs> Excuse me. And, and <clears throat> my throat's going. Okay, have some chill. Romy made me a massive, <laughs> massive mug of this gel when I got there, so thank you. It's, like, huge. But um, I think that is a um, a major... That's yeah. major growth. That is major growth. That yeah. is. It's growth. But I think it's also happened because I've been allowed to have the platform and reconnecting with people. You kind of learn who your friends are as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, you guys have been there. My immediate circle, like, Harvey and Crowd have always been there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you hear them speak in the podcast, which is quite brave, I yeah. think. Um, but then, you know, you see who reaches out and who doesn't. And there's, like, amazing lots of school friends and things, like school friends, but school people who went to school with me or recognised me from school and university even. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have, oh, sorry, you've had Monta on your yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast. And, she, you know, she sent me some affirmations all the way from Dubai, which is yeah. really nice that people have gone out of their way. I've had people write to me from prison, people in prison listening to the podcast. It's, like, wow, crazy. Quite overwhelming, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like you've, you've dealt with it really well because if you – it's quite a mind-blowing that it's out there, you know, it's quite an intimate thing that happened to you. So many people, everyone's got their own opinions. But like you said, I think it was um, on the last episode, you're, you've kind of learned to shut off when you've, yeah. you talk about it, then shut off, talk about it, then shut off. I just think that's a healthy attitude with everything. If you believe, trust yourself, believe in yourself, there's no point in overthinking what you've, I mean, I think I used, this is something that I used to do, worry about what I've just said and done. Was that okay? Was that not okay? I can't go back and change it. Mm. But if I believe in myself and I know there's no lies, no truth, I've been true to myself, then there's no shame. I shouldn't be worried about what I've said or done. And I'm confident in that knowledge of myself. So what Mm. I've said in this podcast, I'm, you know, I've said I'm not going to go away from here and go oh my god should I really have said that what are people going to say oh my god should I you know so that I think that's the main thing for me um, my biggest learning that I've I've just learned to switch off and deal with things and not overthink them 
especially like in my situation you could you could you could you could drive yourself mad basically um i mean you're the the way that you're dealing with it and this whole learning how to shut off and manage it all mentally and emotionally is really important for for everybody with situations um i mean i remember i told you when we spoke about what we were going to talk about how i'm i've learned a lesson a life lesson to stay out of other people's business right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah you and that. you guys were like when did you get into other people's business and even even this was something that i over was overthinking about but i with the same way of you as you shut off okay you said this and that come away from a situation doesn't matter that's it um but this this was just like okay so i'm not like a nosy person i don't think right even it's though job to know, but this is th- kind th- of this your is job exactly. it's like you Hello, and I, we thank you thank you thank you right um so it's there's part of me that will always be this investigative journalist right i like people i like people's stories i like i'm interested in people's lives and things right and and this podcast is about the one i wouldn't even be doing this if i wasn't right if i was just like yeah do what you do bye and that's it so um you know i i there was this situation basically with um people you know close to us and um it was just you know somebody's relationship they uh, had a very on-off relationship so if somebody tells me oh you know what uh we're not together it's really sad this happened that happened and you know we've moved on so then what happened was the the guy that had moved on i was i saw a picture of um this person with a woman who was quite pretty and stuff and i was like oh um very pretty is that your new girlfriend right and this is me this is me apparently being nosy right this little comment got me into a situation where then the the ex was like saw that ended up seeing this this uh, comment and was like oh my god this that and you know it was kind of like I don't think that person likes me anymore basically (laughs) I've been been cancelled basically but it was a learning thing for me in that do you know what with like close friends and family you you don't have to be this investigative journalist all the time just leave it I don't even I don't even want to ask about anybody's relationship status now anyone no no, I I feel a bit like no you know what I'm just like nah I'm I'm not gonna go because what happens is and this is what I've realized as well people will tell you all this stuff oh my god you know this relationship I need to get out of it because of this and that I need to um this guy you know he's treating me really bad if you just say yeah it doesn't sound good you could do better you'll basically say bye put the phone down then they'll be okay make up come back to you and be like so you were really quick to say that we should move on weren't you well we're happy again (laughs) this kind of thing it's an example but this kind of thing and I'm like, oh my God, you know what? I am not going to comment on anything. Just shut up. Just shut up. I'm not, do what you want to do. So it's going to have to be a politician about everything. It is. You and it, you just have to be like, hmm. I'm just, my thing is like, with certain people, you smile and nod politely. That is what you do. And back away. Rina, stop being an investigative journalist. Stop being nosy. Like, even though this nose is built for being nosy. It is, on, right? it isn't it? Is. This, look at but this, look at this profile. Yeah, but you say so, that. But yeah. You say that, right? So I'm the same as you my job is to be interested in people's lives, get to the nitty gritty exactly. and, and <laughs> what affects people. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but then I am with friends. Generally, I keep a very hands off approach as you probably guys probably know. Yes. Like I'm hands off, you know, whatever your situation is, is your situation. Mm-hmm. Stay happy, be happy. I'm always here for you if you need me. 
that's how I am. But that situation probably got me in trouble for this whole sweet Bobby thing because for me, I wasn't nosy enough to find out more mm-hmm. in the sense of as a friend mm. or as a cousin. I, you know, as a cousin, I did with her because um, that was my cousin. I was worried about her. She's telling me she's okay. She's okay. But in terms of those people, that whole crowd of people that I thought I was talking to, I didn't really care. They're in my extended family. I know who they are. But then their friends were in it as well and everybody else was in it. But I didn't really care about them. They're not part of my life. They're not part of my day-to-day life. They don't affect me. So why was I going to be nosy? Mm -hmm. And maybe if I had been more nosy, maybe if I'd done more digging, but why would I spend, like I've already said, I don't spend that much time on my socials. Mm -hmm. Why would I do that? You know, it's like, why, why would you do that? And the opposite attitude probably has yeah, you probably would have been better off being a nosy, nosy investigative journalist basically yeah. and but then, then when I was in the horrible bit in the worst end of it I was being like a really extreme investigative journalist <laughs> which then led me to be being abused mm-hmm. yeah god that is tough man that is tough but but that's exactly <clears throat> my throat keeps going that's one thing that's this year happened my throat's not good but <laughs> <laughs> but that whole thing that is that very same reason that psychologically she played with was that if you're too nosy people get annoyed with you well evidently people are annoyed with me i've been cancelled but then also i've had to then uh, I, I think i've gotten over the fact that everybody has to like me a long time ago I've, yeah. i feel i don't really care however people that i've had i'm quite soppy and sentimental in a way so people that i've had um a friendship with or a relationship or family ties or whatever I'm still like oh no but you know we had that good time when we used to talk and oh no and now I feel bad that you cancelled me I do feel like that I do but I had to then you know how you were saying Kirith about if you know that you're being true to yourself and you're speaking the truth your heart is clean mm. you just have to be okay with that and then what yeah. what people think they think yeah mm-hmm. if they think nosy cow hate her cancelled by you have to be okay with that and think i've explained I've done what i can yeah my I've position done my i've bit. done what i can okay i know that i'm coming from a good place um may not be your kind of thing you know so that's i've had to then be okay with that and i think um you know like i just turned 43 the other day is this, it easier this, because we're in our 40s because if we were in our 20s we would have probably cried about, about it yeah. even more i don't know like both of you have families I'm not in that situation now like so I might worry about it a bit more but Mm -hmm. I just I haven't got the mental space with to worry about it you know what I mean and the thing is I've never been like that anyway no but oh but you haven't got family but then you still got you're still at the same age and you've had a a life of experience up till this point you've got family you've got I mean you you know you have relationships with people that is a it's years of Growing and learning, isn't it? Yeah, so Swami and Jojo, I spoke to recently for their podcast as well and about this. And they, I think they specifically focused on the fact that they were angry with me. I missed their wedding. I missed everything. And when I came out of like a few days after the confession, Swami was one of the first people that I called. Mm -hmm. And I could tell he was angry when I was trying to explain this craziness to him. And obviously I was really traumatized when I come out of it. And I was probably jabbering and like, Mm -hmm. and and I could see that he was being a bit... mm, kind of thing with me and I know I'd missed so much 
But now, now they know, understand, no one understand, you know, we're already back to how we were, like, yeah. when we talk. Like, yeah. me and him, I can spend hours on the phone, and, and, you know, it's pretty much, like, back to normal that we're talking. And it's like, okay, you understand, and people who might want to judge, and then if they want to come back to you and say, do you know something, I made a mistake, or now I understand, I'm sorry, that's okay. And same yeah. with me. If I'm like, do you know something, I might have done something wrong there, I'm really, really sorry. And if that helps you mend things, great. If it doesn't, at least you've made your peace. Yeah. That's and all those, you can do, Yeah, that's it, all really? you can do. What can you do? And I had to learn that the hard way because I've spent three and a half years allowing people to just think what they want to think about me because me speaking about my situation just dug me a bigger hole. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so we've learned a lot. We've all grown. Yeah. <laughs> we have grown. We've all grown. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, ladies, I'm going to leave it there for now. Um, but um, I just want to say that I appreciate both of you, and um, this is a new thing that we've started doing this year as well. This power panel, and I we did last really, year, didn't we? No. We did last year Christmas. No, no, we did we did one. We did at Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, last we did year. we we summed up that's where we started the, the shit show that was twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's when we started <laughs> and then we've been doing it this year, which has been really nice. Um and everybody who's listening, you know, people in your life I would say that you appreciate and you want to let them know that you should because, you know, life is short and you just need to let people know. And you don't have to be very mushy with it as well. Like, oh my God, you mean so much to me because not everybody appreciates that, do they? It's sometimes it's just doing nice things for people or just um yeah, just making an effort, really, which I think is um, also a very important thing. So, yeah, thank you, ladies. Um, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for being on here this year and just sharing a piece of yourself with everybody. Thanks. Oh, no, thank you. You're welcome. And thank you, listeners. And I just want to say that I really appreciate all of you. Thank you who those have reached out and told me how much you're enjoying the podcast. That does mean a lot. And if there's anything that you feel that we should be talking about on this podcast, that please get in touch. You could even be on the podcast if you want to. Mommyandperfect at gmail.com is a place to get in touch or on Insta at Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect. So as I said, this is the last episode of 2021. I hope you all have a wonderful and blessed Christmas and New Year. Happy holidays. Rabraka. See you on the other side, Bernie. Bye.